So I got this question, how can I start freelancing if I'm a student? So I'm assuming college student here, and I'm going to kind of dive in and answer this question. And to start off, the truth really is, is that college students, you're probably some of the best positioned people to start freelancing. You're in a really good spot uh, to start working on your freelance business. Number one, because you don't need the money. Now, it might seem that way and I recognize that everybody's situation is a little bit different so you may be in a spot where you need some money but you're probably in a position where you don't need thousands of dollars of uh, thousands of dollars every month in order to just be able to pay basic bills and feed your family probably single probably have tuition and board paid for maybe getting some help from parents that sort of thing so you don't need the money like someone who has a family and is working a job and so forth does. And so you can focus really on building your career and your business right, not doing what's expedient for money at that particular time. And a lot of times those things are very different. So you have a good opportunity to really build a solid foundation for a freelance career or a freelance business because you don't have to focus so much on the money. You also have lots of spare time. Now, again, I know it may seem like you don't, um, but I bet if you were to sit down, and I remember my college years, I always thought I was really busy, but when I look back, uh, uh, if you were to sit down, you would recognize that there's a lot of time that you spend doing things that you could, not all of that time, but you could set aside for freelancing, playing video games, hanging out with friends, the social events on campus, not saying you should give all that stuff up, however, you probably give up a few of those things in order to start a freelance business. So you have a lot of spare time in order to do that. Depending on what year you are in school, you have several years to figure it out. So it's not like you have to you know, figure out this freelancing thing in the next month. You have a few years that you're going to be in school where you're going to be in the same position. Uh, and so you can spend some time building that foundation and getting this figured out. So that's a unique opportunity. And then something that probably a lot of people wouldn't think of, but you actually have unique access to information likely because you're going to have, you know, most universities are going to have a probably really good library on campus that you can go to. A lot of times, I know when I was back in school, we would get access to certain journals and so forth, which are very helpful. Um, and so you just have access to this information, probably could uh, have conversations with teachers or get information from teachers and so forth. So you just have this unique access to information that when you're not in school, you either simply don't have or you have to pay for in order to get it. But as a college student, it's just kind of there for you. So again, you're in a unique position. You're in a good position to start freelancing. So if you're a college student and you're pursuing a creative career, and that's stuff like web development, graphic design, writing, whatever it is, anything where you would consider yourself a creative, your, your activity is a creative endeavor, then I actually strongly recommend freelancing for you, even if you don't necessarily plan on doing it long term. And there's a few reasons why. One, it's essentially a paid internship. And uh, a lot of times, I don't know if it's the same way now, but back in my day when I was in school, paid internships are pretty hard to get. Uh, even free internships can have a lot of competition for them. So this is essentially like a paid internship and you don't have to have anybody approve it. You don't have to compete with anybody else. You can start doing it right away. So it's kind of the best experience that you can get. 
Of course, even just a little bit extra money in your situation is a godsend. I mean, I remember when I was in school, I used to get by each month on like 20 to, to 40 bucks a month. So if you're even making just 500 bucks a month off of projects, for someone in college, that's going to be a lot of money. So that little bit of extra money goes a long way when you're in school. And then maybe the biggest thing is you're just going to gain valuable experience for your career. So again, even if you don't plan on freelancing long term, this kind of experience is going to look really, really good on a resume for someone coming right out of college. It's going to put you a step ahead of your peers uh, who don't do this. So that's why I say, even if you're not planning on freelancing long term, I'd recommend doing a little bit of it to add that valuable experience to your resume. And then you'll get some experience with the actual career you're pursuing because I I recommend that you pursue freelancing in a field that's related to whatever your degree is. I, I would assume that that's what you're doing. And so you get a chance to figure out if, hey, this is actually something that I want to do long term and if it's enjoyable to you. And that'll help you decide if you need to switch gears in your degree and so forth um, to something that's more enjoyable. So it's going to help in that way as well. And then, of course, if you like freelancing, then you've built this foundation. You can roll right into a, a freelance career right after college. Or even if you take a job, you always have this kind of side thing that's available to you that you can pick up at any time and start doing. And you're going to have you know, the portfolio and the testimonials, the experience and so forth. Or if you're in a situation where you want to make a little bit more money or, God forbid, you, know, you get laid off at some point or whatever, you always have this experience that you can fall back on. Uh, if you know your main career isn't going the way you want or you just want to change it up, etc. So again, those are some reasons why I think even if you're not pursuing freelancing long term as a college student, you should consider doing it. So then the question becomes, okay, how do you actually do it as a student? Well, the reality is, is you do it the same way as everybody else. It's not any different for you as a college student in terms of the basic things that you need to do. So First, you need to identify a deliverable, what you're actually going to provide to people and be as specific as possible when you do that. You want to create mechanisms for getting clients. So, you know, it could be getting them for freelance sites, doing content marketing, doing social media, whatever it is. You want to create mechanisms for getting those clients. And then you want to develop a routine for delivering. Those are really the three big rocks when it comes to freelancing. If you're going to get those things nailed down, then you're probably going to have some success. Now, let me give you a shameless plug here. I just uh, released, uh, as of the recording of this video, episode 7 of my Let's Talk Freelance course, and it covers all three of, of these things in detail. So how to identify a very specific deliverable that's marketable, how to create the mechanisms for getting clients, and then a really big piece of it is developing a routine for delivering that ensures quality, service, and communication, which are the three big things that clients are after. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can go to letstalkfreelance.com. That'll show you how to get access to it. You can get uh, essentially free access to it over on Skillshare. So again, letstalkfreelance.com. All right. Another thing for you that's going to be important that probably is a little bit more specific for you as a college student is limiting scope because you know, you're going to have classes that you have to take and you're going to have exams and you're going to have midterms and all of these things and activities on campus that you want to be involved in. Maybe you're in sports, etc. So you, you really need to limit scope and not get caught in a never ending project that can turn into a real nightmare for you. And you think, hey, I'm going to have this project done before, you know, my final exams. And next thing you know, 
the scope starts creeping and now it bleeds over into your exams. You're trying to do exams, finish a project. That's going to be extra stressful for you that you don't really need to do. So limiting scope and managing scope is going to be very important for you. Another thing is just take it slow. Like I said, you've got time. So you can really focus on building a solid foundation. That's an advantage for you as a college student. So use it. Another thing, I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, just try to try your, tie your schoolwork into your freelancing in some way. It doesn't necessarily need to be a perfect fit, but if you're going to school for uh, a CS degree, then do freelancing in you know, web development or app development or something that's semi-related uh, to what your degree is. It's not only going to help you figure out if it, that's a career you want to pursue, but everything you learn in school is then going to kind of bleed over into your freelancing. And everything that you learn in freelancing is going to bleed over into your school. And the two will kind of work together. And you can get really rapid development and advancement by doing that and having that kind of synergy between the two things. You can really learn a ton and advance very quickly uh, in that way. Uh, you want to set and follow strict strict time commitments for schoolwork versus freelancing. So I recommend that you set aside a very strict amount of time each day, a time period each day when you can just work solely on freelancing and you know there's nothing else that, that you're going to do during that time instead of just trying to wing it as you go each day. Block, set that time aside so that especially when you start getting clients, you know, you don't want to let things slide with a particular client and again, start creating stress and timelines and all this stuff when you have other stuff going on on campus. So I really recommend you set and follow strict time commitments. A really good example I heard uh, is from Eminem. I've heard, uh, listened to a few different artists now talk about how, about working with him. And you would think, uh, you know, as a, as a rapper, musician that, you know, they would work to, to late hours in the night and they would just kind of you know, work whenever they were inspired or whatever, but that's not actually how he does it. He keeps a very strict eight to five schedule. He takes an hour for lunch. And whenever he's asked about it by other artists, he says, I just treat it like it's a job. And I don't, that way I go home. I have time with my kids. I don't make it more than what it is. It's a job and that's how I treat it. And I recommend that that's sort of how you treat freelancing. If you were to take a part-time job, you would have a set time that you need to show up. You'd have a set amount of hours. You'd have set days that you work treat freelancing that exact same way. All right, continuing on, I also recommend that you start with smaller projects because again, if you dump, jump right into a large project, uh, something that you haven't really done before and you're new to freelancing and you've got classes going on and all of this stuff, it's just going to create a lot of extra stress. So start with smaller projects and you can really probably stick to smaller projects throughout because again, you don't need the money, you need the experience. So a $150 project, even if you did one of those a month when you're in college, that's still a good amount of money for a college student. So again, start with smaller projects. Of course, plan around exams and heavy schoolwork uh, time periods. I, I wouldn't, you know, I would make sure that I have any projects done that I need to get done before final exams or midterms or whatever it is. If you have a paper that you got to write, uh, plan around all of that stuff so that you don't drop, have all of this heavy load on yourself. You also need to set strong boundaries with your friends. So you need to let your friends know, hey, I'm freelancing. I'm doing this from this time to this time every day. I'm going to be working on this. I can't play video games. I can't go hang out. I can't do any of this stuff. And I really need you guys to, to like work with me, not just work with me, but hold me to it and not try and drag me out of it because this is important to me. And, and just having that conversation 
uh, with your friends. Another one, I know you're in college and you might think you don't need to worry about taxes, but if you start earning income and depending on where you live, there are certain amounts. If you make a certain amount, you need to file your taxes, set money aside. I recommend at least 20% of everything you make, set it aside uh, in savings and then do your taxes and pay your taxes because you don't want to get in trouble while you're in school for not paying taxes for a, a side gig that's really supposed to be about you getting experience and learning. So do your taxes. And then all of this might sound like, oh my gosh, this is a ton of stuff for me to, to pay attention to. Recognize that all of this stuff, if you really want to be a freelancer, this is all stuff you're going to have to do anyway. You're going to have to do your taxes. You might not be setting boundaries with, with friends, but I have to set boundaries with you know my wife and my kids, etc. And you know my brother that I work out with. I have to set those boundaries. So you still have to do that. You know, I have to plan, you know, my my freelancing around what's going on in my life and commit other commitments that I have and so on. So all of these things, if you want to be be a freelancer, are things you're going to have to do anyway. So you might as well get practice doing them uh, in a college environment where you have a little bit more leeway. You have a bit of a safety net because you don't really need uh, the money. Okay, so last thing then. What kind of freelance jobs can you do? That's probably another big question that you might have. And I picked, there's uh, the answer essentially is you can do whatever you want, obviously. But there are some that are a little bit more conducive to uh, someone who is a college student. So the first one, the obvious one, is being an online tutor. Right? You can, there, there are, you know, sites out there and there are people out there that are looking for online tutors. So you can take whatever you're getting your degree in. And if you're good at it, you're getting good grades and so forth, and you feel like it's something you can help someone else out with, you can just start freelancing by being an online tutor for the exact same thing that you're taking classes in. And that would be a really easy way to create some synergy between freelancing and your schoolwork. Of course, web development is a very popular one. If you're in a CS degree or any sort of IT degree, you can do that. Graphic design, that is a degree that people go to school for. So if that's what you're doing, it makes sense that you would do that for freelancing. Content writing, again, you do, you're going to be doing a lot of writing as a college student. Even if your degree isn't in any sort of writing-related field, uh, you're still going to be doing a ton of writing as a college student. So that's something that could bleed over really well. A translator, if that applies to you, that would be a really simple one that you could do really easily. It doesn't, it won't necessarily take a ton of having to, you know, create things out of thin air. It's just you're taking what they give you and you're translating it into another language, and it's pretty straightforward. And then a copy editor, again, because you know, you're going to be writing a lot of papers and you're going to be having your papers critiqued. You can take those critiques and then apply them to your client's stuff. So. Uh, that's a really easy job as well. So there you go. That's how to get started freelancing. If you're a college student, some tips on how to do that. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time.